So I file a column over the weekend called Deception on BillOReilly.com. And all of you uh, millions of people around the world, you could just go to the website and read it. You don't have to be a premium member or any of that. It's posted every Sunday. Just hours after I post the column, Vice President Harris confirms everything I say in the column by her appearance on Meet the Press. And I thank her very much, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the column basically says that the Biden administration and other politicians as well can say whatever they want to say now in this country because the press allows it. And therefore, the deception factor is rising. And it's not just liberal Democrats. It's, it's all over the place. So we, the people, are being deceived on a daily basis about very, very important things. So here is how Vice President Kamala Harris made my point for me. Roll it. We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. Oh, yeah, Trump. That's right. Trump made the open border. The last four years is what she's referring to about Trump. Well, this is just unbelievable. And I'll prove it in a minute. I'm, I'm going to prove it to you. But Chuck Todd sits there and allows a sitting vice president to lie right to him. Oh, we have a secure border. There isn't one Border Patrol agent from Brownsville, Texas to San Diego, California, who will tell you the border is secure. Not one. It's not secure. All right, here are the facts. In Donald Trump's last year, 2020, there were 548,000 encounters with foreign nationals on the border. 548,000. Since Joe Biden's inauguration in January 2021, 20 months, 20 months, 3,463,000 encounters. So from five and a half, 500,000 and a half, okay, to three and a half million. Yet Kamala Harris blames Trump for the incredible dereliction of duty coming out of Washington vis-a-vis the southern border. It's, it's shocking, but even more shocking is for NBC News to hire a man to sit there and meet the press and lie. She lies right to him and he lets it go. No follow-up, nothing. Tim Russert, a good friend of mine who used to do Meet the Press, some of you will remember. I, I know Tim's in heaven. He's going, what the deuce? What the deuce? And that's why she can do it. That's why she can do it. All right. That's not the end of this. So then they go on to abortion. Go. 
we have some polling that shows confidence in the Supreme Court is at its lowest level that we've measured in over 20 years. Um, how much confidence do you have in the Supreme Court? I think this is an activist court. What does that mean? It means that we had an established right for almost half a century, which is the right of women to make decisions about their own body as an extension of what we have decided to be the privacy rights to which all people are entitled. And this court took that constitutional right away. And we are suffering as a nation because of it. Again, Todd, your sister, there is no constitutional right to privacy. It does not exist. And privacy does not exist in this country. Okay? So every state has telephone laws. So you can't tap somebody or you can't enter a a domicile without a warrant. These aren't privacy laws. This is to prevent the federal government from spying on you. There are no privacy laws in America or any state. So Mel Gibson is the poster boy for this. In California, you are supposed to get the permission from the person on the other end of the phone if you're taping that person. Well, Gibson was wailing on his ex-girlfriend or something. She taped him and put it out to the press. Totally illegal. Anything happen to her? No. Nothing. I can give you a thousand examples. You can point a gizmo, an electronic tech-based gizmo, at a person's house from the outside and capture their conversations. Nothing will happen to you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. So all of us who understand this know we do not have privacy in this country. And yet this woman, as dense as she is, masquerades that this is a constitutional violation of privacy by an activist court, which is absurd. Put the issue of abortion aside. And Kamala Harris, by the way, would not provide any protections for the unborn. None. You could execute the unborn up till birth, according to her. 
and she's talking about rights, constitutional rights. But again, Chuck Todd. I mean, I'm telling you. So this whole thing, the what I want you to take away from this monologue and from my column is that we are being deceived at the highest levels in this country. You are not being told the truth about things that affect you directly. And the press has totally abdicated its responsibility. And that's the memo. All right, President Biden in Boston today, politicking, doing another Democratic National Committee event. And then he's delivering some uh, bipartisan infrastructure law or something, and then cancer something. I don't know. Uh, he's going to uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral uh, a week from today, September 19th, um, in uh, Scotland. And uh, that's good. Um, I'm sorry, the funeral is not going to be in Scotland. It's going to be in Westminster Abbey in London. So he's going to London. Uh, the, everybody's up in Scotland now, but they're coming down to Westminster Abbey. Look, we should show the utmost respect to Great Britain. We, the country of the United States, they are our most important ally. We are going to need them against Russia and China. So I'm glad he's going. And um, we should give uh, respect to Great Britain at the highest level. Okay, here's a follow-up on a story we did last week that most of you never heard about because of the corrupt mainstream media. There is a lawsuit in place filed by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney Jeff Landry. The lawsuit says that the Biden administration, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Green Jean-Pierre, all have colluded with or coerced social media companies to suppress disfavored speakers' viewpoints and content on social media platforms by labeling the content disinformation or misinformation. Okay, so we, we reported this whole thing, and I'm going to uh, put the uh, crux of the allegation up on a screen now. Those of you listening on a radio, I will read slowly. Quote, having threatened and cajoled social media platforms for years to censor viewpoints and speakers disfavored by the left, senior government officials in the executive branch have moved into a phase of open collusion with social media companies to suppress disfavored speakers' viewpoints and content on social media platforms under the Orwellian guise of halting so-called disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. Okay, so we're talking about Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. This lawsuit says there is collusion. Now, Louisiana Judge Terry Dautry has ruled that Pierre, Jean-Pierre, and Fauci have to hand over all emails written to the social media uh, companies within 21 days. So it will be September 27th that they have to hand over those emails. So joining us now uh, from Arkansas, from Little Rock, is a guy who knows a lot about this, and you know him. Mike Huckabee is a former governor of uh, Arkansas. His daughter is likely to be the next governor of the state. And uh, Mike Huckabee does a program on the Trinity Broadcasting Network, Saturday and Sunday. You can see it there. So uh, my analysis is basically the Obama marriage play was the turning point. Do you have another turning point? I think that is exactly when it happened. And we, we've seen a steady drip, drip, drip of cultural change. 
But that's when the spigot was turned on full blast and it was no longer just uh, sort of a dribble out of the hose. It was a fire hose running at full strength. And from that point forward, the entire woke culture emphasis began to happen. And it started with the idea that we could abandon what has been traditional mores and standards, uh, in this case, as it relates to marriage, uh, even Obama in 08. And I'm glad you played that clip because a lot of people may either have forgotten or may have never known that what he said in 2008 was really the attitude of uh, the general American culture. And that sure. is that you could allow civil unions. Nobody really had a big problem with that. But the idea that you would redefine marriage, and that was the issue, Bill. It wasn't saying people couldn't love who they wanted to love. That's, that's the lie that's been told. This was a redefinition of a 5,000-year-old institution called marriage that had its roots in a Judeo-Christian biblical understanding of how our culture was to be created and how we created the next generation and reproduction and all that we are as a civilization really came down to that notion that we had responsibility, one man, one woman, life partners, creating the next generation and training them to be our replacements. But when you throw that out the, the door and you say that no longer is the standard, it's whatever we feel, what we think, what we believe, that replaced the notion of objective truth with subjective truth and we've gone to hell ever since. Well, you know, the progressives don't believe in objective truth when it comes to any kind of um, religious judgment. But along with the marriage, you also had the life issue. So yeah. back in 2008, when Barack Obama first ran for president, he would never, no politician in this country could ever say, I believe in aborting the unborn up until the birth date. So if it's an hour before birth and the woman says, don't want it, you can't say in 2008, oh no, go ahead, kill the unborn an hour before the birth is to take place. That would have been extreme and that would have eliminated any politician. Now the progressive movement, that's firmly their belief system. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, on and on. That's their position. So that's even more horrifying to some of us than what happened in the other cultural issues. I agree with that. And what is especially troubling, most of the people you just named uh, are people who are part of the Catholic Church, who has been the most pro-life uh, religious organization. In fact, I've often said Thank God for my Catholic brothers and sisters. They were way ahead of uh, us evangelicals when it came to recognizing the value and intrinsic worth of every human being. They were pro-life before it became cool to be that way. And, and they did it because of a biblical understanding of the value of every human life. Nancy Pelosi is Catholic. Joe Biden is Catholic. And they didn't used to have radical positions on this. No one used to call this health care because there's nothing healthy about it. And it is the only aspect of healthcare in which at least one of the patients being treated is absolutely going to die because of the procedures that a doctor would use. So there's nothing that you can say, you can euphemistically call it what you want, but that's not healthcare. I think that Republicans are making a big mistake by being afraid to address it. And instead of 
pushing back on the radical views that the Democrats have taken, the one you just described, abortion up until the time of birth, we find ourselves trying to defend some of the uh, strong positions of life, and we shouldn't uh, take no, that No, it should be simplified down to this is why we believe what we believe, and if you no. really care about human rights, right? That's Every all human. the progressive movement is. Oh, it's human rights this, human rights that. Rights, 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 rights. Well, wait, wait. Uh, you know, you have DNA on conception, scientific fact. There's the science. Yeah. Well, no human rights here. In most states, if a murderer kills a woman carrying a fetus, they're charged with the murder of the fetus. Okay. Yes. So how does that stack, Nancy Pelosi? But what I'm trying to get here, at here, Governor, is that this is accelerated much, much quicker than I yes. even thought when I wrote Culture Warrior in 06. This now is way out of control. You're the National Football League, the preeminent entertainment uh, corporation in America, basically encouraging, at one point, people to kneel for the national anthem. And, and I mean, disparaging their country. Disney, we've already, we've already talked about. And the corporate media is firmly on the side of the woke. I mean, if you watched the Emmys last night, I didn't, but I saw clips and I, very few people did. It was woke after woke after woke after woke. That's Hollywood. A hundred percent woke. If you're not woke in Hollywood, you don't work. So this colossus, this movement, which I believe isn't supported by the majority of Americans, by the way, and I'm no. just praying for the backlash to come, although I'm not sure it will. But this colossus of progressive wokeism has now enveloped every part of our society. The growth of this has been exponential. And a great way to remember it is this past weekend when we observed the uh, anniversary of 9-11 and the horrific uh, tragedy that befell uh, over 3,000 of our fellow citizens who were murdered in cold blood by terrorists. I remember in the aftermath of that, nobody talked about America uh, as a racist country, a evil country. We didn't see ourselves as horrible people that deserve that. In fact, everybody, I don't care what color, where they were on the economic scale, everybody in this country flew a flag. They were patriotic. They were defensive of our country and of our system and of our way of life. And what has happened in that 21 years? Well. These cultural changes have happened where people now believe that America, somewhere along the way, and I don't know how this would have happened in such a short time, we were a good country all through 2001, and then suddenly we became a horrible one. Uh, when did this happen? Was it with the change of marriage, the change of uh, respect of, uh, of the idea of life? It was all of those things. And now we have people who believe that we've always been an evil, systemically racist sure. country imperialistic, that we're horrible and bad. Bill, I refuse to believe that. This is a great country. My own life has been when I came up poor. If, if I had just lived my life in most countries of the world, uh, you know, I'd be living a horrible life right now. And I'd be stuck where I was started. But That's I right. live in America. You and I Same both have had great Same opportunity. We came out right. of blue collar circumstances and we both understand what great opportunities this country has afforded us and every other American who wanted to work for something. Right. Now, is there any way to roll this situation back? Is there any way to bring the culture of America back to where it's rational? 
See, it's not rational anymore, particularly on college campuses. It's witch hunting. It's allegation. No due process. You better do what the progressives say. If you don't, you don't work or you can't even function as a student. Um, and that has drifted down into high schools and some grammar schools. Is there any way to roll this back when states like New York, where I am, California, Illinois, are pretty much gone? They're gone. Okay. Can the country roll it back a bit? I think it can. Uh, one of the reasons I believe that we may be seeing the beginning of it is that you have citizens who have just taken it up to their nose and they're sick of it. They're going to school board meetings and they know they're going to be called domestic terrorists for exercising nothing more than their own citizenship. But there's a growing sense of frustration where people recognize that the left has taken us too far. Bill, most of the people center right are polite people. They just want to live their lives and be left alone. They're, they're really not wanting to engage in going and yelling at people who are sitting at a restaurant. They don't want to go up to someone who's trying to put gas in his or her car and yell and scream at them and tell them they're not fit to live. That's just not who most Americans are. But when pushed and when they start seeing the mutilation of seven and eight-year-old children for some transgender nonsense, these same children that we don't think are old enough to decide what they're going to have for dinner, but we let them get surgically altered. We let their bodies be chemically castrated. You see young teenage girls as young as 12 and 13 who have their breasts removed and boys who have their penises removed. Uh, they'll never be able to be how they were originally designed to be. And many of them in a few years start deeply regretting and resenting what has happened to them. But it's too late. And Americans well, are each state to has to, right here. I think that the, there will be a uh, flashback, a kickback uh, in some states. But some states, they're gone. And that's the first time in history. I mean, before the Civil War, yeah, we, we saw that. But since the Civil War, it really had been nothing like this. And I don't think most Americans understand the severity of this culture war. Now, the media is dissolving before our eyes, the corrupt corporate media. Five they're years gone. from now, Governor, it's going to be a cipher, all right, which yeah. is why you do what you do. I do what I do. We're gone from that corporate media. I'm never, ever going back to it, all right? But yeah. there are certain sections of this country, although when I think about Sweden, and I'm going to do a report uh, later on this week, Sweden was one of the most liberal countries on earth. Now it's becoming conservative. Maybe if it can happen in Sweden, it can happen here. Hey, Governor, always good to see you. Always a lively conversation. Thank you for helping us out very much. My pleasure, Bill. Take care, my friend. Okay. Uh, my promoted story today was Donald Trump. There's a two-pronged attack on him. Ma-a-Lago raid, classified documents in his basement, uh, there is a criminal investigation and a grand jury. May 12th, the grand jury convened. It is in Washington. They are going to present evidence to the grand jury that Trump or his advisors did something illegal. I don't think much is going to come from this. The master is going to, which is appointed, going to slow it down. The master will probably say the FBI went in and did illegal things. That'll suppress the whole thing. 
That's what I think is going to happen there. The second prong is January 6th. Now, this is more likely to result in indictments. Not about Trump, because they're going to they really have to have what they call a smoking gun. Trump said, I want the rebellion. I want people to destroy the Capitol. I want, I want, I want in order to bring some kind of case or then it becomes the Ukraine phone call impeachment of farce. So, but those below Trump who may have actively tried to undermine the security of the nation's Capitol building, they better watch themselves. So there is a grand jury here. That case was filed October 18th, 2021, coming up on a year. Still, they're issuing subpoenas for all kinds of people. Uh, the My Pillow guy says he got rousted at a, was it Wendy's or Burger King window? They seized his cell phone. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why did he just knock on his door? <laughs> you got to get him at Wendy's? <laughs> anyway, look. The January 6th, in my opinion, and again, I could be wrong, I'm just educate guessing, is more at risk for Trump and those around him than the documents. Okay, the vote coming up uh, fast. So one of the key races is in Arizona, tight between incumbent Mark Kelly and the Trump-endorsed candidate Blake Masters. Okay, so right now it's a tie, according to the Emerson College poll, within the margin of error. So Kelly is campaigning, as of course he would. And a reporter asked him about Joe Biden's job performance. Go. You know, your thoughts on his job. Has he done a good job, do you think? Hey, I, you know, I, you know I, first of all, it's not my job to give him a report card. I would say, you know, mixed reviews, you know, on certain things. I've got issues with how... Uh, Afghanistan, you know, how our role in Afghanistan ended. That's it? Afghanistan? That was more than a year ago. So anyway, why I use that sound clip is the Senate candidates can't boost Biden. They can't say, yeah, Biden's doing a great job. The Democrats running for the Senate cannot do it. I'll tell you something. Lindsey Graham, Republican senator, this is as foolish a political move as I have ever seen. So he has introduced a bill, okay, yesterday, September 13th, that would federalize an abortion ban after 15 weeks except incest, rape, and life of the mother. So I don't know whether Lindsey Graham missed it, but the Supreme Court just ruled that the federal government is out of the abortion business and the states take care of it individually the way the states want to, reflecting the will of their population. Did Lindsey Graham miss that? (laughs) Because this is just foolish. Why would you do that when the Supreme Court has just ruled on it? And why would you give the Democrats another abortion issue? Why? Lindsey Graham's been around long enough to know this bill has no chance to pass. Even if the Republicans control both houses, Biden and veto it. Why are you doing this? For what reason? 
So this is an example of Republican stupidity. People ask me, why are you registered independent? Why? Are you? Because both parties, <laughs> you know why. Okay, so uh, let's go to the border. <laughs> this is, so you all know about Kamala Harris, all right, border security. So now, yesterday, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House spokesperson, who was in so far over her head, she's about 50 fathoms deep, says this about drug importation. We see record seizures of uh, of fentanyl uh, at the border show we're actually catching uh, fentanyl before it enters the country. So that's how uh, we see that. Look, uh, as far as the border, we're taking unprecedented action. Uh, We had to to fix something that was broken, especially by the, the last administration. Unbelievable. They are taking unprecedented action at the border. They're not doing anything. That's unprecedented. No president has ever not done anything. Now, I'll submit to you, there is not one law enforcement agency in this country who will say, that will say, that drug importation is being stopped at the border. Drug enforcement agency, federal level, any state agencies, any local agencies. If you know of one sheriff, of one police chief, anyone who says, The Biden administration is stopping dangerous drugs at the border. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. I'll put that person on the air. So Corinne Jean-Pierre says, oh, we're catching fentanyl before it enters the country. Meanwhile, more than 100,000 people are dying a year from drug overdoses, mostly fentanyl. But no, no, no. They're stopping it. Twilight Zone administration. No matter what happens, they deny it. It's frightening. It is frightening. All right, so uh, here's an interesting thing. Uh, Americans spent more on taxes last year, 2021, than on food, clothing, and health care combined. This is from the Labor Department. Okay. So the average American spends... $8,289 on food, $8,289, $1,754 on clothing, $5,451 on health care. All right, that all adds up to $15,495. The average American pays in taxes, all told, $16,729. So you can see this creeping taxation is not just income tax or uh, Social Security tax. It's not all. It's just every single thing you do is now taxed. All right. Everything you do. I mean, here in New York, it's so far out of control. They're putting They want to put this commuter tax in. When you drive into Manhattan, you have to pay an astronomical fee. It's going to cripple people who can't take public transportation, work the night shift. Okay, they don't want to be on a subway at 2 a.m. I mean, it's just going to kill people, but they don't care. because And it's all generated by Democrats. And I'm not a party guy, but it's just like it never ends. But I thought you'd like to know that. So in D.C., uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser has declared a public health emergency 
because of the 9,400 migrants bust into the district from Texas. So she says I, she can't handle them and the Pentagon won't help her out. She's asked for the National Guard twice. They won't do it. And uh, now she's establishing an office of migrant services to give out free stuff to uh, the people who are coming up, the 9,400 foreign nationals. The free stuff she wants the federal government to pay for, and it will, because the federal government, once they're here, the migrants are here, and they say, oh, I want asylum, so I'm going to stay. Well, then their bills are picked up by the feds. (laughs) You think they're paying for the bus ride or the plane ride? No. And so the services, they they show up and they go, well, I got to eat. I got to live someplace. They don't have enough money to buy a house or rent an apartment, particularly in places like Washington, New York. So anyway, but Muriel Bowser is a big sanctuary city. Oh, yeah. Let everybody in. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're there. And now she's got a state of emergency. All right, let's go to the media. So I hesitated to even mention this man's name, Brian Stelter. Um, he is a uh, far left hatchet man, uh, dishonest individual, in my opinion. So CNN fired him uh, basically because nobody watched his uh, dopey show. And now he's going to Harvard. So the Kennedy School, uh, where I uh, attended, uh, the Shorenstein Center on Media has uh, given him a fellowship. OK, um, I'm not angry about that. But I asked my staff, I said, um, can you find any non-liberal people who have fellowships? So we can't. We asked the Shorenstein Center, can you tell us who the fellows are? There are six of them. And a fellow can be a woman. So that's politically incorrect there, Harvard. Um, But anyway, uh, they're all left wingers, it seems. So going back in history, recent history, only Corey Lewandowski and Sean Spicer, two Trump uh, people, uh, they did get fellowships there, to be fair. But anyway, uh, this guy Stelter, he's there to spread his propaganda around. Uh, Of course, it won't be challenged. And look, I'm not petty like that. I paid my way. I didn't get any fellowship. I paid my way and got a master's degree in public administration from the Kennedy School at Harvard. And it was really worthwhile back then. It wasn't crazy left back then. It was left, but not crazy left. Now, okay. Um, The Harvard Crimson, the newspaper, did a study of the uh, arts and sciences department, which is the biggest department, the school. And uh, faculty outnumber, uh, liberal faculty outnumber conservatives 82 to 1. (laughs) So, you know, it's what it is, the country we live in. All right, media flashback. So uh, on Thursday, last Thursday, I uh, did a thing on Oprah and how extraordinary her success is in a so-called racist nation like America, right? We're a racist nation. I said, come on, this is the best example that you could point out to anybody. We're not a racist nation. This woman with the worst upbringing and it comes out of Mississippi and becomes the wealthiest African-American woman in the world. Okay, so I mentioned that I was on uh, the Oprah Winfrey program in a town hall, and this was October 27, 2006. I was talking about my book, 
Culture Warrior. And by the way, Culture Warrior, massive bestseller. I still get mail saying, you know, everything that you wrote about in 2006, O'Reilly, has come true in 2022. So you're an oracle. But anyway, I was on with Oprah, and here's what I said. Go. And television news, they're a bunch of phonies. I mean, they really are. I mean, I know all these people. And they're in makeup three hours. They're like this, you know, and they read what's put in front of them. And they're politically correct. I call it cocktail party cred. So if you're pro-life, for example, you can't exist in network news if you're pro-life. You'll never get invited to a party. You'll be ostracized. Can you imagine if you worked for Frank Rich's employer, the New York Times, and you went into work tomorrow and said, you know, that Bill O'Reilly, he's got a hell of a show. I like that guy. Nobody talked to you. All right. You think so? Oh, do I think so? Yeah. yeah. I walk by that building, crosses come out. <laughs> Absolutely true. And it's worse now. Far worse now. Anyway, I thought you might enjoy that. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by faith. Okay. Summer of 2022, the third warmest on record for contiguous United States. It's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. There is global warming. I've said that a million times. It's getting warmer. Um, smart life. Here we go. Now, you should have a pen and a paper. Uh, we always suggest you have that when listening to the No Spin News and Common Sense on WABC, which is what we call it there. Fetch rewards, all right, fetch, like a dog, fetch rewards, a free mobile shopping app, all right? What it does is you send fetch rewards your receipts of things you buy. The fetch registers that under your name, and then you could get gift cards, free gift cards, and such, because what it does is, it shows the receipts to various companies, grocery stores, convenience stores, drug stores. They see that, 
And then if they have a promotional thing going on, you automatically get the gift card or the discount or whatever it is. So it's Fetch Rewards app. Okay. Second Smart Life. Vidgo.com, our streaming service partner. Shock and awe, part two. Last week we did the sacrifices and the brutality of the National Football League. This week is rating President Biden among all presidents for his first 20 months in office. Okay? We've got three historians and me. We're going to rate them. It is a lively show. can only see it on Vidgo streaming service. So it's vidgo.com slash bill shock and awe. New segment, the no spin flashback. Okay. So September 11th, 1987, the tonight show with Johnny Carson. Now, on, on the political scene, uh, one of the Democratic candidates is Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and made a speech. And apparently, he quoted a, I think it was a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then the press got on him, and Biden says, not to worry, he reassured his staff. He said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. <laughs> I was happy to use that clip so I could show you the difference between a Carson and the guys they have. Now. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here is the final thought of the day. We are trying to make your life better, as I said, on BillOReilly.com, and we have a weekly quiz that is lots of fun. And you don't have to be a premium or concierge member. Anybody can get it. So you go to BillOReilly.com. You get the message of the day. Anybody can get it. And then our radio, like I'm on Hannity today, that's posted. You can hear it. Anybody can hear it. All right. It's just a television broadcast. And some of the special things we have are for premium members. And it's well worth it. So, but the uh, daily, the weekly quiz um, is a blast. So I hope you uh, check that out. Now, one final word about concierge membership. Uh, It is private. So I will never, ever, without your permission, um, tell anyone what you ask me or discuss with me. And, you know, life is getting more and more complicated, and I've been around. So that's a service that concierge brings. It is a lifeline, and it's a very inexpensive proposition for some of the problems that you have. I mean, I get letters every day, and we, we solve most of the problems that we're presented with, okay? So I want you to check that out for you. You know, for me, it's good, but better for you. And that is the No Spin News for today. We are very pleased you are watching and listening. 
You want to reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town if you wish to opine, and we will see you soon.